Well, hundreds of roads in Tairawhiti are in a state of disarray, with some residents unable to move for months because their roads are impassable. This comes after a year of storms and a clean-up bill of what in the tens of millions. Our reporter Tom Kitchen has more. This is Dale Ferris's first time driving on the road from his home in about nine months. He's one of the only residents in New Hiti or Marahei, a tiny coastal community well off the main road, about a 90-minute drive north of Gisborne. The road that used to be here is actually hanging about 10 metres down the cliff. It's quite trying, but traumatic at times. You can't get out. You try and keep yourself in condition, but that's a non-event. When the slip first hit, he couldn't get out for six weeks, but eventually he had to try. Well, actually navigated um, a walk track through the bottom section here of, of the slip, going through uh, the natives that have been pushed down. Um, it got a bit gnarly on the other side, quite a steep section, so I, I cut steps into the bank. If he leaves home for work, he has to make sure he can get back. I have to watch the weather because the road is so wet from A to B that I don't want to put myself at risk. Up the east coast, State Highway 35 and local council roads are still a mess, especially north of Tokomaru Bay, where the bridge across the river was cut in half. Parts of the road have fallen down cliffs and been washed away. Drivers have had to dodge potholes, swerve in and out of single lanes and gravel. Waipiro Bay is a small coastal community off the main road between Tapuya Springs and Ruatoria. Resident Len Walker says a road to his place is full of dropouts. It's constantly getting fixed but constantly gets wiped out, so there's no, I suppose, the, the fixes are temporary, and that's probably the frustrating part. Gisborne District Council's Director of Community Lifelines, Dave Wilson, takes me for a drive to the other side of Tairawhiti, of the back blocks of Te Karaka, off the highway to Apotiki. He says the district's roading network is in a fragile state. We had the cyclone event that came through in March, which did declared state of emergency caused a lot of damage across the network and we've had a really wet winter and the network's still moving and sliding around. We get to a spot far inland from Gisborne near a place called Fototutu on the way to a forestry block. The road here has washed away down the hill. The road's in the middle of the slope. Now this one keeps dropping every time it rains and so what we've got to do is remove the trees that were planted on top. The council then plans to alter the road to divert the water away, but that's only one problem out of 600-ish across the region. The council says it can't afford to do everything. It's asking the National Transport Agency at Wokokotahi to help cover costs. Wokokotahi says that funding's going through the approval process, but on top of that, it has its own problems running the state highway network. Its North Island Maintenance and Operations Manager Jacqueline Hankin has a mantra she uses, it won't be pretty but it will be open. We communicate that a lot with the, the communities around. It is likely that it won't be sealed, it will be a gravel road as such, we will grade it, we will keep it maintained, but until we know exactly what fix we can do, there is no point going in and doing a beautiful new road if it's just going to keep moving. There's a lot of roadworks, in particular on State Highway 35, and the agency's refreshing a business case for the battered and torn up highway.